BG Mania, a video game music podcast for September 9th, 2020, is presented by leveldowngames.com. All the music in today's episode is from Ari and the Secret of Seasons, composed by Marcus Hedges, recently released on September 1st for PC, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. This was developed by Exxon and published by Modus Games. Special thanks to Materia Collective. On with the show. You're listening to Ari, Guardian of Seasons. Weekly video game music and discussion podcast brought to you by leveldowngames.com. I'm Brian, and if you're new around here, what we like to do on the show is challenge ourselves to never play the same track more than once, except for special occasion episodes. Each and every Wednesday, myself and a special guest will sit down and chat about a particular topic, theme, game, or composer while listening to some really excellent music. Do us a quick favor if you don't mind, head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever listening to us and leave that five-star rating and a review so we continue to climb those charts in terms of search results, baby. Quick reminder that we are currently in the process of republishing 10 of our older episodes that vanished in the move over to Anchor.fm. You've seen two of these episodes so far with Monday's release of Super Mario Odyssey and yesterday's Lava and Fire levels. That one particularly uh, fitting. I know it's hot quite everywhere, pretty much everywhere. It is hot outside, so enjoy re-listening to Lava and Fire Levels, and if you've never heard it, go check it out. Same with the uh, Super Mario Odyssey episode. You know, great episodes, they're from our past, but go check them out if you haven't heard them in a while. We'll continue to upload the missing episodes at an even pace so as to not overwhelm and piss off anybody. (laughs) That's certainly the last thing we're trying to do here. Today on BG Mania, I have the absolute pleasure to chat about a recently released charming adventure game by the name of Ari and the Secret of Seasons. A 3D action platforming game, it clearly borrows a lot of charm and inspiration from the likes of The Legend of Zelda and some classic Nintendo adventures, particularly, uh, at least in my opinion, some of the ones published by Nintendo that were developed by Rare. 
like Banjo-Kazooie, Donkey Kong 64, Donkey Kong Country back on the Super Nintendo. There's a lot to like if you're fans of those styles of games. We've recently put up our review for this game over at LevelDownGames.com, which I encourage everyone to go check out to get a more proper in-depth look at our thoughts on the game itself. But due to the obvious feels Ari was giving off when I started working on it during the review period, I really noticed that the soundtrack stood out amongst the entire package. It was this whimsical, fantastical feeling score that, you know, it truly reminded me a lot of previous Grant Kirkhope work. I know I just mentioned Rare, but I get that feel a lot from this particular soundtrack. It has that Kirkopian sound all throughout, as I've liked to use as a description before. <laughs> I know it doesn't make much sense, but it does in my head. The crazy thing is, I wasn't all that familiar with the composer, Marcus Hedges, when I first started Ari in the Secret of Seasons. It's been just under three weeks. I'm now quite obsessed with basically everything he's released. I knew we had to discuss this more and really dive into some of his other projects, so lucky for us, he has joined me on the episode to chat not only about his experience composing for such a jolly indie game, really man, such a jolly game, and where a lot of his inspiration for the music came from, but we'll get to learn a lot more about his other project and just himself. But before we bring Marcus in, let's take a listen to a block of three tracks from Ari and the Secret of Seasons. We're going to kick things off with Yule Town. You're listening to Ari Battles.
You're listening to Meeting the Guardians. And we are back, and I am sitting here with a very, very special guest. I am joined by the composer of Ari and the Secret of Seasons, Marcus Hedges. Welcome, sir. Thank you so much for having me. Man, this is really exciting. I'm glad we were able to find some time to do this today. And I'm really looking forward to kind of like getting in your headspace a little bit here over the next half hour or so. (laughs) Oh, man, I love chatting with people like this and just finding out so many different things. The first thing I want to know, man, and I think a lot of people want to know, is really, what is your background like in terms of composing? Like, what really made you want to start working with games and working on games? Yeah, totally. So, I mean, I, I guess a little bit of my my kind of story of, of how it sort of came to be. Went to university. Uh not because it was this massive plan. It was more so because everyone else was doing it. Um, uh, I played piano, played piano from a, a young age. Um, everyone else was going to uni. I flicked through these books and this one thing jumped out at me and I was like, oh, you know, there's a, there's a commercial composition thing. I was like, hmm, okay, I'll, I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for that. Um, and I went to university and that's where I realized, you know, people were, were writing music. Uh, they were, they were, with like computers i was like how, how you know, yes what is, what is, it's so weird man like the actual scene out there that exists in the video game music like i don't know stratosphere or whatever but people yeah. are doing really cool things with computers and game boys and amigas and dude it's so cool <laughs> it's, cra- it's crazy and yeah there was yeah there was a guy on my course that was was big into you know the chiptunes type, type stuff and he was writing music with the, with the game boys i was this is it was, it was crazy to me so i kind of got introduced to this world of like you know people are writing music not in necessarily a conventional way and you know people like from a multitude of different genres were, were, were using you know things like logic on their on their macs and i was like okay so this is really cool and i'd always you kind of like a classically trained pianist and moving through university i um you know we do all your um your projects and stuff and i came to realize like I, I really like orchestral music, like, and, and, and it kind of was birthed from one, like, film scores and two, like, I realized, like, huh, a lot of the video games that I played growing up had these really incredible soundtracks, and uh, I just, I, you know, I just kind of lost myself in that. So, finish uni, come out of, come out of there, realize getting a job in music is insanely difficult. Getting a job anywhere is insanely difficult. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I managed to, I ended up with an internship um, working for a, a music production company. And they did, this was a totally free thing. And it was to get some experience, but they were doing, I was doing a lot of like transcriptions of uh, existing tracks for like compilation albums and stuff. And I was, you know, learned a lot about how music was put together and um, yeah, just like getting used to dots on paper and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then I finished that. Um, and I was like, right, well, what do I do now? And I was left with kind of like a love for orchestral music film scores, a love for video games. And I was like, and I, you know, I did a lot of this, attempted a lot of this stuff whilst I was at uni. I was like, 
I wonder what it would be like if, like, you know, like an old Zelda track was like put in like kind of like a symphony orchestra or something like that. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and then, you know, I spiraled from there. And that's when I came up with the idea for the trend orchestra. Yeah. So I do all the, the you know, from there on, I think it was 2012, I came up with that idea. And um, from there on, I, you know, I kind of got the bug. And I, I was just uh, revisiting all these really nostalgic soundtracks and, and rewriting them for, for an orchestral setting. Um, and yeah, so it was that. And then I was composing for anything and anything like anything they would let you. <laughs> anything so you know, TV ads, online content, you know, um, whatever came my way. But honestly, like the goal has always been video games. Um, so I was trawling through through Twitter one day, and um, I, th I think I saw it as, you know Zelda Universe. They, uh, I think they likened um, Ari and the Secret Seasons, a very very early iteration of the game yeah because this game has been in development for years man yeah, years totally. that this team has and been working on it it's evolved like since the first time i saw it i remember i saw it and i was like this is really cool strong concept reached out to them you know and they we i guess the rest is history but um i remember that i got accepted onto the project and then you know we didn't speak for a while because it's very early days and then i saw the game later on i was like this looks like a totally different game like it's it's so much better and now had you had already had you had submitted music yet to that or no, or were they no, already no. okay okay i wasn't no. sure if they were already using your music and then you saw it and you're like there it is but <laughs> <laughs> no, no it's kind of like this it was this thing where uh, you know like i use basically use use the trend orchestra as as kind of like you know i i get what you're about and um you know they've been likened to zelda and i just done a i just done a I think I did a 50, 50 track album, uh, the Ocarina of Time Symphony. And okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Everything kind of slotted into place. Um, but yeah, the game like evolved and um, and progressed throughout the years. And, you know, they, they merged with another studio and um, yeah. And then, you know, then we got to work a little bit and then I started writing music and yeah, it just goes from there really. Yeah, because the soundtrack for Ari is, is very in-depth, like, you, you took a lot of, and, and what I really liked about getting to listen to it is you took a lot of different themes and inspiration because there's a lot of different areas in the game that you go visit. You know, mm -hmm. it is a game about kind of changing the seasons and being able to manipulate certain things. And I think you captured a lot of that through the music as you kind of go through and go into these different areas, go into the different cities. And you did a really good job calling back to where I can clearly tell your inspirations come from. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, I appreciate that. I mean, it's 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 those games that you grow up with, isn't it? And I I'm a, I'm a sucker for that for that nostalgia. Um, uh, and and even more so for the way that you can kind of hear, um, you know, just the, the smallest snippet of a soundtrack of a game from your childhood, and just be transported straight back to that, you know, like the em emotional state. Um, you know, that that point in the game, you remember all the characters. Um, and that was, you know, you, you talk about the themes and, and how they evolve throughout the game. Like, that's really one of the, the the main things that I wanted to establish was was the fact that, you know, there's these themes that they represent certain parts, certain, uh, you know, locations, or, you know, uh, you know there's, there's even a little uh, theme to do with Ari and, and the way that she, you know, it, is brave and and that evolves throughout the game right because um, that's one of the major dynamics of the game is totally, her yeah. like story arc and how she changes throughout the course of the narrative yes yeah exactly so yeah that that that's you know i wanted everything to be really thematically driven so that people can you know perhaps hear it in in years to come and and feel like i do when i hear those those soundtracks of the games that, that you know that i played when i was when i was younger getting to hear you talk about like certain pieces of music and certain things that are in the game. It's really cool. But if you had to choose one track that you worked on for Ari, could you choose a favorite? It's a, it's a, it's a tough one, right? And, and uh, I want to make sure we're playing a piece from your favorite one. <laughs> well, look, so it, it's, it's a toss up between two of them. Um, okay. So, the the opening cinematic the, the it's called it's on the album it's called Ari um, a special story right um, oh yeah yeah that that is dude beautiful absolutely beautiful and it was uh, the reason I bring it up is because I mean it, it's a super important 
part of the game in turn it's it's what you hear before anything else it's setting the scene it's you know it's telling you the structure of the game that you're about to play um and i really just had to nail this and you know i discussed with we, we had numerous discussions me um and the developer and uh and the guys that uh, were implementing the music for me into the game demute um you know this this one we really really had to, to to make sure it landed and i was really pleased with how that one came out um so that one and then muscari is one of the boss boss battles i you know that was that was uh, that was up there for me <laughs> yeah man that's actually and, and i think i actually have that on the playlist already you muscari do, do. but that yeah. i i honestly think that might be one of my favorites on the entire yeah. soundtrack yeah fantastic that, that's really good but i'm also man uh the cartographer oh i something about that one i don't know if it's just like some of the the callbacks that it elicits or or something like that or just you know being able to hear certain bits and pieces from other games that we grew up with mm. i know i'm sure we're not that different in terms of age but mm. it, i know like we have a lot of similar interests when it comes to nintendo in certain oh, games yeah definitely definitely <laughs> yeah the, the 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 cartographer i think as a cinematic um it had a lot of like kind of uh, there's a lot of emotional dynamics so you know it was yeah it's, there's kind of like this feeling of dread and like ah, oh, what's gonna happen and um, that was really fun to to work on it was it was a lot of fun to to score that that scene uh, so yeah i'm glad you like it obviously <laughs> <laughs> well i'm glad you did it <laughs> All right, well, I think it is time for us to jump to another block of music from this fantastic soundtrack. Let's start off by taking a listen to Summer Region. You're listening to Muscari.
You're listening to Welcome to Ostara. So talking a little bit about some of that inspiration and stuff, I have to assume, and I and I mentioned this to you when I was kind of chatting with you before we got started, but I have to assume a lot of your inspiration comes from the Grant Kirkhope era of, of Rare and Nintendo, and obviously the legend that is Koji Kondo. Oh, most definitely. Um, I think, you know, like growing up playing those games, I always knew that I loved the music it was so indirect do you know what i mean i played right, the game exactly it was only when i you know had finished my degree and i came out of my internship and i was like i wonder like i kind of really want to just hear these tracks again and when i listened to them i was like wow you know these 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 really take me back and yeah it was kind of i went down the rabbit hole so to speak in terms of like going through all these you know banjo kazooie like donkey kong 64 like all this kind of stuff and i was like oh mate this is great um, so yeah, I take a lot of direct inspiration from from the way that I mean they're quite melodic, like they really stick in your head. Well, that's that's something about Grant Kirkhope, man. He really captured like and was able to just make things stick so fast <laughs> in your head. You can tell it, you can tell yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, one thousand percent, one thousand percent. Like I mean, as soon as I found you, and I was like, man, started listening to the Ari soundtrack, listened to your Trend Orchestra. I've listened to everything you've put out by this point. I mean, oh, I've great. been doing my research for like three weeks now. Oh, and I have just been absolutely enveloped in it. And it's just, I sometimes I feel like I'm listening to Greg Kirkhope. That's why it's oh. like, I can clearly tell the influence. Oh, such a, such a, a amazing compliment there. Thank you. I appreciate that. No, the, they, I mean, they are, they are the, the, you know, the kind of pioneers, I think mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to, when it comes to that, that kind of era of, of gaming. So yeah, no, without a shadow of a doubt, um, those guys uh, influenced me. Was the Nintendo 64 your favorite Nintendo platform? Absolutely. It's tough I didn't for even me. have to say it. I it's tough to for say me, it. but the answer is yes for me as well. And it, it is just because, like, I have so many fun. And I tell the story. Listeners of our show, I mean, they're sick of hearing me tell the story. <laughs> but my grandma bought me the Nintendo 64 for Christmas the year it came out. Right. And I, I literally remember, like, as, as a 10-year-old child in 1996, just yeah. absolutely falling in love with Super Mario 64 and... Now, you know, they just, now we're getting the remastered version sort of know, on the Switch. So, I'm so excited about I that, know. dude. Next it's Friday, I'm, I'm definitely picking that up. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, same, same. Uh, it's, um, I mean, you know, I think it, it, uh, things like that just show that everybody kind of thrives off the same nostalgia. It's you know, timeless, fact, man. It's timeless. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So they can bring bring something out like that after all this time and everybody's buzzing for it. You know, it's... It's, it's a great thing. It really is. Yeah, man. And just, you know, getting to hear some of those tracks again from Mario 64, like Dire Dire Docks, which is one of my all-time favorite video game mm. pieces of music. Something about Dire Dire Docks just, man, it makes me cry. It literally very, makes me cry. Very, very zen, that track. <laughs> very emotional, very zen. And yeah. something yeah. about it is just incredible, man. Agreed, agreed. 
Well, we talked a little bit about Grant Kirkhope, Koji Kondo. Uh, mm-hmm. if, if you were able to choose, like, a specific composer that you're a fan of, that you would like to maybe work on a game with or score a soundtrack with, who would be your go-to? Like, who would you go to? Would it be Kirkhope? <laughs> Uh, I mean, he's definitely one of the ones that I consider. I mean, yeah, it's got to be, it's got to be Kirkhope or, uh, I mean, if we're, you know, if we're, I mean, I guess we are shooting for the stars here, sky's the limit type Yeah, whatever, man, anything, anything is within reach. (laughs) um, I mean, um, Bear McCreary did the God of War soundtrack. Oh, yes, that it, and what a great, we did an entire episode on that, what a great soundtrack it was. Just phenomenal, uh, phenomenal writing, and I think, you know, Kirkhope has it in terms of all the most nostalgic, most, you know, melodically driven uh, scores from from my childhood, but God of War is the most recent game that's just absolutely blown me away on all fronts, so I've got to say, you know, God of War, Bear McCreary as well. Um, you know, but if that's not too greedy. <laughs> yeah, man. And that would and, and that would be so cool just to kind of hear that stuff. Because I know, like, before that, the, the thing that he did was a little bit of stuff on the Assassin's Creed franchise, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he hasn't done a ton of stuff. And, and I would love to hear more of what he could do. I mean, you know, he's more TV, films. Yes, I would love course. to hear more what he could do in the gaming scene. It would right. be so cool to kind well, of Well, I mean, look, look at what he created with exactly. I mean, that, that opening, that opening uh, theme from God of War is, is ridiculous. So, and <laughs> some of the music that you just come upon, like in that one area when Kratos is kind of going down the river and like you're kind of getting oh, all yeah. these flashbacks from the the previous games and the music that just... And honestly, dude, I get goosebumps. Like I get goosebumps literally <laughs> talking about this kind of stuff and... Uh, you know, video games is, are such a huge passion and, and music in general. I'm unfortunately not that musically gifted. I, I am a fan of music and I consume music. I have a piano sitting next to me, a little right. keyboard, but I, I'm not good. <laughs> 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 I like to just like, you know, kind of share people's music and talk about it and kind of get in their headspace. But I wish I was musically talented, man, because it'd be so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's never too late. <laughs> never too late. That's what they say. That's what they say. (laughs) All right. Well, before we chat a little bit more about the Marcus Hedges Trend Orchestra, let's take a listen to another block of three tracks from Ari and the Secret of Seasons. We're going to kick things off with the dance. You're listening to Dicentra.
You're listening to Lama Stide City. So we talked a lot about the Marcus Hedges Trend Orchestra, mm-hmm. and that is something that I, I really, really think people are going to enjoy. And I, I know you it, it's somewhat popular. I mean, I was looking at like, you know, the, the, the how many albums you put out, the monthly listeners on Spotify. And I'm, you know, it, I'm, I'm so happy for you that that this has actually like somewhat taken off and, and really just probably exceeded your expectations of what it could ever be <laughs> uh, <most laughs> thank you i appreciate that yeah no it definitely, it definitely has <laughs> but for those who don't know what is the marcus hedges trend orchestra so yeah um I, I guess drawing on the point that i made earlier about the the nostalgia that can be experienced kind of when you hear a, a track from a game that you played um from your from your childhood um I am kind of breathing a little bit of life into those those classics so that you can kind of experience them in a new, more slightly filmic orchestral way. Um, and 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 it's a lot of fun. And you know, it's it's I I, I got the the little um tagline so that uh, get you can relive your adventures through music. And I I feel like that's the best way I can qualify it. Absolutely. And I mean, it, it's something that, you know, a lot of people have been sort of exploring more recently. You look at like Tommy Tallarico and Video Games mm. Live and, mm. you know, the Symphony of the Goddess Orchestra, the, you know, Nobu Yamatsu and Arnie Roth, what they're doing with Final Fantasy music. You know, we've, we've been so lucky to kind of travel and go see a distant world, a new world. You know, Square Enix invited us out to Chicago earlier this wow. year to go to the uh, premiere of the Nier Automata Orchestra. And mm-hmm. it's something that I just absolutely love doing. Like or- orchestral music and orchestral music, like you actually talked about, is a very underappreciated area in terms of music. And it's so good. <laughs> it's yeah, so definitely. good. It's, 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 it's crazy. You know, you, you when when you can go and see it, I mean, if you're fortunate enough to see it live and you get to see, you know, you get to see like, like, close to 100 people all working together to kind of make this music happen for you. Uh, uh, You know, it's it's pretty magical. It really is. And you actually just recently put out a album through the Marcus Hedges Trend Orchestra, Nostalgia 64, that just blew me away, man. It's it's your most recent one. But I got to Rainbow Road in Mario Kart 64. And I'm going to, like, I I will be 1,000% honest with you. That is my favorite Rainbow Road of all time. Yeah. And one of my favorite themes of all time. And yeah. when I heard what you did with that, I, I just it, it 
it brings you back. Like we talked about, like, you know, it, it kind of, I remember as a kid just sitting there and humming and just listening to Mario 64 music and especially Rainbow Road and just getting to re-experience it through that orchestral arrangements that you've done. It was really special. Oh God, that's yeah. I mean, that's that's uh, that's music to my ears. That is, to be honest, it's uh, I you know that that's the whole you know it's one of the driving uh, forces behind behind why I do them. Just because you know I think that's it's it's a really great thing when you can. It's kind of like a little time machine. You you go back and you can experience those those memories you know fondly. Uh, I, I'm I'm so you know I'm so pleased it's it's doing that. Yeah, and I know like you know Ari is not on the level of. Mario 64 or anything mm. like that. But there are a lot of pieces of music that you actually composed for this game that I could see people like years down the road kind of calling back if they actually played this game, remembering yeah. fondly certain things. And I know, you know that that's the key if they played the game, right? Because it is a smaller release and it's not getting the, you know, the major push from like a, you know, a platform holder mm, like yeah, Nintendo exactly. or something. Yeah, but yeah. Those that are picking this game up, it, you know, it's not even that expensive. And just getting to hear this music, they probably will remember it. Mm, yeah, I mean, that's that would be a dream come true for me, uh, for for obvious reasons. You know, for everything that we we've spoken about, really. Yeah, you know, if if it just happens with just one track, you know, somebody in a, in a couple of years time, like, oh, that reminds me of of our in the secret seasons. I'll be like, I'll be I'll be happy as anything. I thought about that a little bit too when I was listening to the soundtrack and uh, Yule Town. It is very catchy. Yeah. Yule Town is very catchy, at least to me. So I don't know that yeah, one. That yeah, one. That no. one might actually. And I, I mean, that's just like the basically like the the theme of her village or whatever. Her village, yeah. But it's very catchy to me. Wanted that one to 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 really feel comforting, uh, and we actually we actually said um, when when they wrote the brief for me, they were, oh, we want this one to kind of feel nostalgic, mm -hmm. and I was like. No problem. <laughs> you know, this I is what this is. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, interestingly, um, you know, I, I, a lot of the, I mean, the game dev process itself um, is a lot of moving cogs and a lot of the process is not, they don't necessarily run smoothly. And though I'd been on the project for, you know, three years maybe, um, I actually ended up with only two months to write the write the whole soundtrack. Wow, okay. So it was this kind of thing where like, I just had to do what, what came naturally um, as far as, you know, when the brief came through for we need this track done, I'd be like, okay, right, you know, interpret it. We need this to be nostalgic, we need this to be cozy. And just had to sort of draw on on all the all the kind of stuff that I'd heard through, throughout, throughout, you know, my sort of, I guess, gaming um, uh, life and, uh, and, and go from there. 35 tracks, two months. That's tough, man. It was that's yeah, tough. So, and especially was, to make them sound somewhat like unique and different all throughout. <laughs> that's tough. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I sold my soul to get it done. You um, had to. Have. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah, I didn't, I didn't see, didn't see much of the outside for those two months, but, uh, but uh, you know, I'm really pleased it was worth it. And I'm, I'm so pleased with, with how it's come together. You know, it's my, my first game and, and, and I really enjoyed it. And I, and I hope that other people will too. Man, I know I did. Like I said, our, our review's going up at leveldowngames.com this week. Mm -hmm. uh, this episode's posting on Wednesday. I'm really excited to kind of share some thoughts and share this episode with everybody out there because it, it is, like I said, it, it's a smaller release, but it's these types of games that are really keeping the industry and a lot of that nostalgia that, you know, you and I and a lot of other people our age range really yeah. are, are craving. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so many people have... I've said, oh, this this brings back memories of like you know the, the sort of PS2 type era of gaming. I, I think that's a that's a cool that's a cool thing to to note. You know, Absolutely. it does does have that kind of charm. Yeah. Um, and we mustn't forget as well. You know, it's an indie game, and, and what they what they've managed to achieve is is quite you know impressive. <laughs> yeah, dude. The indie games are oftentimes you know uh, we have a guy on on staff, Kyle. Uh, just mainly only plays indie games and mm -hmm. it's it's something that as of the last man decade or so has really taken off and, and allowed us to still get a lot of these experiences that we grew up with because the gaming industry moved on like mm -hmm. it, you know it moved into much grandy like bigger things more 
vast things and and we don't get a lot of like the smaller experiences or the 16-bit, 8-bit experiences that we grew up with. So it's mm. cool that these indie titles can actually do that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, really super cool, man. Well, I want to ask, is there anything that you would like to promote or say about anything you have coming up? Anything you'd like to tease? I know you're working on things you can't talk about, but is there anything you'd like to talk about? Yeah, so apart from the, yeah, I'm working on an unannounced title at the moment. So, you know, it's all very hush-hush and I can't say, which it's just, you know, it's a shame. I can't I can't wait to see. <laughs> now, now, that, now that I'm a fan of you, I can't wait to see. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't wait to share it with You'll with likely everyone. be back <laughs> on the episode. <laughs> you struggle, struggle to get rid of these how, However long it, however long it takes to come out, we'll get you back because if it's anything like this soundtrack, I'm going to want oh. you back on the show. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, other than that, um, I'm trend orchestra wise. Um, I'm working on uh, an album of um, Zelda Wind Waker covers. Um, so some, you know, orchestral, very, very much my normal style of things, orchestral arrangements of, of Wind Waker uh, tracks. So that's that's in the works at the moment, sort of taking my time with it to really sort of get the most out of them that I can. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going like, yeah. to make a lot of people happy. The Wind Waker is one <laughs> of those Zelda games that... It's it's up there. It's top five, easily oh, top easily. five, easily yeah, top exactly. five. Some days top three. Like it, it's it's easily a great game. <laughs> it, it, it aged very well. I think. Absolutely, it aged better than I think people thought it would because yeah. you know when it originally came out, they're like, "What the hell is this? Where's my Zelda?" And freaking out the Space World 2000 demo. Where is that? Yeah. And then, you know, 19 years later after it came out, it's this amazing game that just you know man the wind wakers and even just zelda in general again goosebumps but zelda in general breath of the wild breath of the wild 2 that's coming up hopefully next year i know just oh my god man i can't wait for that i'm you know i i yeah i was so pleasantly surprised by breath of the wild um you know it kind of kind of reminded me of what you know ocarina of time majora's mask might have been like if it was was released today right um so yeah i even managed to get my 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 girlfriend doesn't really play any video games at all and she she put 100 hours into that game game. okay (laughs) (laughs) 100 percent. the whole game is is crazy i got lucky my fiance is a a big gamer as well but man like 100 hours breath of i think i put raider i don't know that i got actually got to i didn't do all the korok seeds i couldn't do it Mm. just Mm, too much work for me too much that's work a, for me. That's so. commitment. That is. <laughs> but The Witcher 3, however, I put like 300 hours into that game. So. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> You've got the potential. You've I've got, got the potential. <laughs> Just doesn't, don't do it all the time. <laughs> Marcus, this was an absolute pleasure. I, I really, really appreciate you coming on the episode. Like I said, I'm really looking forward to seeing what you do next. This probably will not be the last time people hear you on BG Mania specifically, but I know it won't be the last time in general that we get to hear you in the gaming scene. I'm really looking forward to seeing what your career does. And for people to be able to follow you, where can they find you, sir? Uh, so you can find me on Twitter um, at uh, Trend Orchestra. Um, you can also find me on um, Instagram, uh, which is, I think it's Marcus underscore Hedges underscore composer. Instagram's a weird one. <laughs> it is a weird one, isn't it? Um, I know mine's Brian.ldg, but I use weird characters in there for Instagram. Yeah. Uh, and then it's the same same on, um, I mean, I'm most active on, on Twitter, so that's the best place to reach me. Um, but, you know, it's at Trend Orchestra on, on Facebook as well. And then obviously, if you guys have Spotify or any way to listen to this stuff, man, your music is available everywhere. That's the idea. I tried to get it as many places as I could. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's what we do with our content. As many eyes as we can get it in front of, that's all yeah. that matters in the end, right? Because you're just trying to, you know, share your love and share yeah, totally. your your own content. Release so. out into the wild and just let it do its own thing, you know? That's, 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 the, that's the idea. And then obviously, check you out on Bandcamp. Uh, marcushedges.bandcamp.com where they can actually purchase the Ari and the Secret of Seasons soundtrack among many other great things. Yes. Oh, and also marcushedges.com is 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 where 
uh, a lot of my original content is, uh, you know, is links to the Trend Orchestra website on there as well. Um, so easy yeah, to remember for everybody. Yes, exactly. Just my name. <laughs> yeah, MarcusEdges.com. <laughs> <Easy. laughs> <laughs> right, sir. Well, it was an absolute pleasure. I, I'm really, really glad we got to do this. And like I said, pretty sure I'll be inviting you back. Even, even if you just want to come and chat about games or chat hey, about music or anything, you're more than welcome back on all the time. <laughs> it seems, seems very, very, very much cut from the same cloth as far as all this Absolutely. music uh, lark is concerned. A no, lot to so talk much. about. Yeah, A lot to exactly. talk about. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. I, I really appreciate you, you reaching out. Before we close this episode out, let's take a listen to one last block of music from Ari and the Secret of Seasons. We're going to kick things off with the Wise Whale. You're listening to The Frozen Phoenix. You're listening to The Cartographer.
That is unfortunately going to bring us to the close of the show for this week. One of my favorite episodes, uh, perhaps my favorite episode that we've ever gotten to do here. This was incredible. We want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania made possible by leveldowngames.com. Don't forget to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes to bgmania at leveldowngames.com. Remember, we have an episode of the monthly mash every last Wednesday of the month now. It is replacing Radio Hour, so make sure you get your submissions in for those upcoming monthly mashes. We are going to start doing three, three listener tracks per monthly mash, so we definitely need a lot more coming in. Make sure you submit those. We have enough for a couple months, probably, to get us through. But I still want more. I still need more. I crave the submissions. So make sure you do that. BG Mania at leveldowngames.com. Regardless of the podcast service you're listening through, be sure to show your support by leaving a rating and a review, especially if you're listening through Apple Podcasts. We'd also be grateful if you could drop it over to our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com forward slash leveldowngames. Subscribe to us there. And if you haven't already, while you're at it, hit up twitch.tv forward slash leveldowngames. Click that follow button. Do it. Click it. Stalking us on social media is perfectly acceptable. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook will be the place to do so. Check that description box for the appropriate links. And as you are familiar, in that description box, you will find a link to our Discord server. Click it, join it, and interact with us. Next week, myself and another very special guest that many of you will likely recognize <laughs> will be going cel-shaded to explore and discuss this unique art style while listening to and discussing some more incredible music. Taking us out of this episode, we're going to be taking a listen to The Final Battle from Ari and the Secret of Seasons, composed, as everything was, by today's very special guest, Marcus Edges. Mark my words, that's a name we are all going to get very familiar with. Keep the music playing, and keep it loud.